There are growing international concerns about the fate of civilians in Gaza as Israel has continued to pound the strip with airstrikes, raising whole districts and killing Palestinians as it takes revenge for the Hamas attacks. Hamas has also today continued to fire rockets into Israel, targeting the city of Ashkelon. The World Health Organization has called for a humanitarian corridor to be opened into the enclave. Marilyn Garson of Alternative Jewish Voices worked in the United Nations Relief and Works Agency in Gaza through the war in 2014 and then lived there for four years. She now lives in New Zealand and joins us. Kia ora, Marilyn. You must have many yeah. friends and, and contacts there. What, what are you hearing? I do. And uniformly, they are saying that this is worse than any of the previous bombardments they have experienced. It just, it sounds relentless and ceaseless. Have you had updates from from today? Uh, I have. I know that uh, another of my colleagues is homeless uh, thus far. They are, uh, they're all alive. Uh, as far as I know, but with the electricity cut, there's also much less communications. Yeah, let's talk about it. There's, there's been cuts to power, food and, and water. What kind of an impact can you expect that we'll be having? Well, the first thing to say is, as Michael Sfarda, a well-known Israeli human rights lawyer, says, there is no context in which starving uh, a trapped populace is legal. So, this is, it's a massive crime that's unfolding. What does it mean? It means that people are in the dark. People are not, they don't have food supplies. They're going through this bombardment, whether they are at home or displaced in shelters, with no supplies. I can't imagine how much harder it is to be hungry in the dark while this happens. There are calls for a humanitarian corridor into and out of Gaza. Would people leave via that if they could, or would it be too dangerous? Uh, it's hard to know what might be offered, um, but I think I think what's important is to emphasize, as a human, the discussion of humanitarian corridors does emphasize that the great majority of people behind that wall are civilians. They have a right to protection. They have a right to safety, and I, I don't know where else. On this planet, our governments would watch a modern, highly subsidized army batter a trapped community this way without intervening. No, they, they call Palestinians human animals. They are calling for expulsion. Now the Israeli defense minister is telling people he is releasing soldiers from all restraints. Our failure to intervene, to stand up for human rights is, is really to our everlasting shame. How can you quantify the scale of, of the damage and the casualties? And, and this is only a few days in. Uh, aside from anecdotally, people saying it's worse than anything they have ever experienced, I've also been following the establishment of the UNRWA shelters. It was a part of the UNRWA shelter team in 2014. And uh, among other things, I monitored the shelter population and I uh, looked at the supplies that would be needed, the non-food supplies. As far as I can tell, people are arriving two to three times faster 
this time than last time. This morning, 175,000 people were in shelters. In, two, in 2014, we had some supplies. What can UNRWA give them when this blockade has been sealed? Thank you very much for your time. That is Marilyn Garson of the Alternative Jewish Voices, and she lived in Gaza through the war in 2014.